This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, hello again, everybody, and welcome. Jack, can you bring my mic up, please? Just a little bit there. There you go. Welcome back to the program. It is uh, the Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly program. Not sure how you're listening to us, but appreciate you doing so. For whatever reason, we're not on KXNO.com tonight, and I'm a little bit, I got my head scratched there. Perhaps, Jack, you could do what a producer does and figure that out so we can be on KXNO.com, let folks listen to us there. If not, you can uh, check out our website. It'll tell you all the various places you can Catch us on Stitcher and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, of course, the uh, the app. You can get that wherever you get your apps, the App Store and Google Play, okay? Uh, again, thanks to Thad Duvall. Outstanding interview with him, as always. Uh, in studio on this particular program, P.J. Duran. Uh, it's always a pleasure working with P.J. because he knows behind-the-scenes stuff. He knows the technical stuff for all the new bikes that are out there. And, by the way, uh, you, you saw both Yamaha and ktm right absolutely and beta well and beta beta is more of a i look at beta as kind of a technical rider's bike but yamaha is a horse ktm is just kicking butt who's leading the way sales wise or can you say by law Oh, uh, I would say we, it's pretty close, Yamaha over, over KTM, you know, if you add up all of the sales, uh, but in in various areas, one takes over, yeah, off-road bikes, KTM's the hottest selling brand in America. In America, period. Absolutely. And, Did and you ever think you'd world. say that? Uh, five, six years ago, you probably wouldn't have thought that, and it's... Did you think you'd see Husqvarna come roaring back as they have? Uh, Once KTM bought them, the writing was on the wall. Before that, no, I did not foresee it until KTM made the purchase, added them to their family. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, clearly they have taken off now. And and according to our good friends in Texas uh, that are encouraging the kids to write in cursive, by the way, the writing on the wall down there, in cursive. How about that? All right, Scott Casper with you. Again, Tony Wink uh, will be on in hour number two. I want to thank Eddie Kulenkamp for uh, assembling a, a very, very exceptional program. Hats off to the De Leons for providing the hot and delicious chili. And yeah, tomorrow morning when they get here for the morning show, they're going to have to smell the chili. I might just leave my empty bowl in here for them. So, no? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a good idea. By the way, Dean Wilson announced on Instagram that he is out for the remainder of the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series. He went, underwent an MRI earlier this week, said he injured his shoulder. We saw that, but the contusion on his kidney, well, you can't see that unless you're looking for the bruising. His shoulder injury will not require surgery, and he'll give it a few weeks of uh, rest and therapy, and we'll see where we're at at that point, he said. So uh, hats off to uh, our buddy Dean Wilson and, uh, you know, a quick but safe uh, recovery. That's always the best part. Let's go to our next guest. Are you ready? Absolutely, I'm ready. Mr. Barnes, how are you, sir? Barney. Hey, what's happening, guys? How are you? Well, it is a pleasure getting to interview you after what? We all thought you were done. Oh, yeah. It, it was just kind of a head fake. Thought you'd get yeah. off the couch and come uh, kick some tail. Congratulations on your double race wins at Road Atlanta. Uh, thank you so much. We uh, we really had a good time that weekend, that's for sure. 
and what uh how much testing did you get on this bike because that's the real story of what happened at road atlanta is the fact that this was kind of a thrown together deal right barney yeah, I think it, it's something that uh, that the guys at Motocorsa, uh, Chris Boy, and and those guys have been working on. They they ran a bike last year at one race, uh, just as a as a test, and I don't think it was given points or something for that race. But um, so so the bike got homologated, and and so they had a kind of an idea of what they wanted to do, but then they had to really rush into building the bike. And and uh, Al Brown at at Motocorsa Performance was uh, was the guy who was really doing all the work and fabricating on the bike and whatnot um and you know taking the motor apart and and just kind of blueprinting it basically is all really we could do because we really couldn't get a big advantage out of uh out of the spec fuel so uh there wasn't really a lot of motor work done other than just a lot of fabrication they had had a pretty trick custom exhaust on there and um but they did they did a phenomenal job of putting something together at the last minute and then uh you know we just threw some some Olin suspension on it um, from Mike Fitzgerald at Thermos, Thermos Man Suspension did his magic on that and made it just work right away. So we really only got about two or three sessions during a track day down at Homestead a week before, but we, we knew we had something to work with and and we just had to go to Atlanta and find out. So. And how, how much riding have you uh, honestly done, uh, road riding, road racing, uh, be it track days or have you have you done anything since you hung it up semi hung up the professional leathers um well you know other than daytona you know i did daytona in 16 and 17 and 18 and uh so so daytona 18 was was pretty much the last time i was on a bike and then uh i had a good friend of mine pat mooney race my bike in the 200 this year and i helped out that with that effort but I just I felt like sitting it out this year and gonna kind of regroup that program, see what we could put together for for maybe a potentially stronger effort for the next couple of years. We'll see. Well, again, this is just impressive. Uh, that, that was where I was going. It's not only impressive; it's inspirational, and that for me uh-huh. is everything. Because what you are, you're you're an old dude racing in a young man's sport but you're setting it on fire again and uh barney we love to see that because that's that inspires old guys to get out there and go to loretta's or or you know go to wherever they're going to race whatever style whatever the discipline but it's fun because you're putting the fun back in it do, do you remember what it was like as a kid when you threw your leg over your first bike oh yeah you know and that's that's really what the past few Daytona 200 and, and this race at Atlanta with these guys has done for me. It's, it's really just brought the fun back. You know, I'm not racing for a paycheck, uh, as much as I used to back in the day. And, uh, you know, so it's nice to just kind of relax and have fun and, and let the cards fall where they may. So, you know, to be, to be able to be brought into this program, not only with Motocorsa performance, but also with, with Dale Cordley and, and his on track development team with the youngsters, um, you know, Bob Robbins is a is a sponsor of the of the team and 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 sponsor of our effort as well. So it, it was just really neat to uh, you know to be working with Dale and and a bunch of great guys building the bike. And we just you know everything kind of just clicked the whole weekend with the, with the motorcycle and myself. And we had some competition. You know, it, you know it might have been might have looked like I you know had it handled, but uh, you know it 
Chris Parrish isn't rolling over. The dude knows how to race. Uh, he's been doing it a long time, and he's he was he was really right there. I mean, it seemed like race two. It was you didn't run away with it. Uh, your guys' lap oh, times, yeah. your lap times were right there. Clearly, you have an edge in the overall, but and you had an edge at the line. But it's looked like it was a real race. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Curtis Murray also was uh, was keeping us honest all day long that dude's fast as can be too and and you know chris turner had had some bad fortune this weekend if that weekend if not he would have been he would have been up front really uh giving me a fit so uh, i'm looking forward to vir so we've extended it one more race we haven't really talked about well we've talked about it but we haven't concluded if we're going to do the rest of the championship after vir um but you know if you got to throw a race race budget together for a year right away isn't the easiest thing so so we're entertaining it seeing what we can figure out you know, if we win one more maybe they'll be forced to do another one and then we'll just keep going from there hey, so, yeah, so can, I, can i can i i want to comment just for a second pj you and i talk a little bit about this the equipment is one thing but the heart of the racer in other words the prep prior to and then on track the durability, uh, the longevity of a racer, does he get stronger? Does he lose? Does he gas out? I mean, all of this has to work together to put together a championship run or a race win. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, Barney, uh, I mean, you're. this is impressive, and it does. it's great for the sport, one, to have a guy uh, come out in a last, essentially last-minute effort uh, with clearly good intentions and good planning to get the result. You guys got uh, you I mean, everyone did their job, starting with you, but the whole team to get to where you finished. That's got to It's just great for the sport, and, and I think can only bring more teams out. I mean, do you foresee uh, has anybody gotten a hold of uh, those guys about how how they might go about building another Ducati for them? Because you're the first one out there in this class. Oh, uh, there was there was two, there was all sorts of attention even during the during the week as far as you know potential customers. So, um, you know, it, it, you know, you'd be a fool not to entertain it. You know, not that it's just the dominant bike, but yeah. but it, it's definitely something to look at. Uh, you know, Ducatis uh, bring out a, a different demographic of racer as well, so maybe that'll help broaden the the the, the bikes that are in the class, which you know, Moto America. You know, I got to applaud them on on adding this class. Uh, it was a little bit of a of a weak uh, effort last year, not on their part, but uh, just on entries. And to to see the amount of entries from one year to the next, at least at Atlanta, was was impressive. Absolutely, uh, so it's that, been the class is building steam. Of yeah, I, I, I no one looking back on it. I can't explain why didn't there why wasn't there a bigger turnout early in last year because the the season really built. Uh, the number of competitors in True this that. in this class continued to rise pretty much event by event. By the end of the season, there was a lot of bikes at the season finale there at Barber, um, and clearly more guys got interested in during the off season. Uh, it's the pit's pretty full of you guys now, right? Yeah, you know, it's, you know, I, I'd still love to see the, the you know, the, the main classes, Superbike and 600. I'd really like to see those, you know, a little bit fuller grids. But, um, you know, that now that now that there's some TV and you know, just hopefully, uh, hopefully, some people can find some money. I mean, that's everybody's biggest struggle for teams right, right now is finding money. So uh, it, 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 it ain't cheap and. 
you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in charge of funding this thing because, you know, I, I simply wouldn't be doing it. But uh, it is exciting that, that, you know, we've got some TV back and, and there's a lot of attention back on Moto America. So I'm really hoping for, for Rainey and everybody that's really continues and, and get stronger michael barnes our guest in this particular portion of the program made uh, serious records uh, over the weekend as he became the oldest racer to uh, uh to record the the daytona 200 doing so at 67 years old that's amazing that uh, I mean, he's drawn a check from Social Security. He's on Medicaid and Medicare, and uh, still able to pull in sponsorship dollars. I think it's wonderful. Now, is it true the scooter company is actually one of your big sponsors? Yeah, and Geritol, <laughs> <laughs> Grecian Formula, the AARP Mobile. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing for vitamin drinks? That's <laughs> uh, funny. I'm teasing you, dude. You know that. Yeah. You've been a great guest over the years, and I hope you've had as much fun as we have, uh, you know, talking racing and just living out your career through, you know, to our listeners. That's the best part. I always enjoy it as well, sharing our passion with the listeners. You know, you guys got the same two-wheel passion and, uh, you know, as well as well as four, but I think we're all biased towards two wheels. Oh, but, my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> and there's no question. <laughs> <laughs> all right coming up may 4th and 5th will you be at vir yeah he's saying yes yeah that's i just that's, want a confirmation i know i know that you've had some conversation around but i just want you to say yes or no yep that's what they tell me and my uh my logistics manager and and beautiful girlfriend ann roberts <laughs> I, I couldn't i couldn't have handled just the entry process alone right she helped me with, with that it's with hard a little bit it's hard. She tells me she tells me we're we're doing VIR, so uh, so I guess I guess we're going to VIR <laughs> and see if we can't do some do some good work up there again. You know, I just got to give a quick shout out to Josh Chisholm and Bob Weber, sixty helmets for for uh, taking care of me for for this year and for the future. And I've I've switched to sixty helmets. Um, it's just you know something that I've uh, given a lot of thought to and and seen the the development in their helmet and the technology that's that's being brought out you good stuff. In, in motocross uh so yeah just a big shout out to 60 helmets and uh for keeping me safe so well yeah, michael that that is awesome that i did not know that you were dating ann roberts fast racer in her own uh right is she still racing road racing no no she's not presently racing um you know she was doing the moto american national stuff and and uh, just too much pressure for her uh, there's just you know it's it's a lot it's, it's it's a lot of money it's the funding that's the huge part buddy right yep. there Ann Roberts yeah. was terrific in her own right God bless her yeah she is she's quite quite the talented girl she's not listening to this uh, particular interview is she no she oh figure whew. it out okay. <laughs> she's out she's out making money to put on the team and I like that all right buddy have you named all your sponsors you would like to recognize on the program uh yeah. Again, Motocorse and Performance for phenomenal work, and Dale Cordley's on-track development team. Um, you know, Chris Boy, Carl Cohen, Larry Zulo was my mechanic at the track, and Al Brown, Al Brown for for doing all the fab work and building the bike. Mike Fitzgerald, Thermosman Suspension, 60 Helmets, of course. Uh, Moto America, Dunlop, and Moto Liberty. RSHE keeps me safe as well, and CD Boots, and that's about it. Now, does does Roberts make you run the track first, physically run the track in boots? <laughs> she knows. She knows better. 
So you're going to no, go I, out and do it all by yourself? No, I'm not. That big. I, 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 hardly, I hardly walk the tracks anymore. <laughs> I crawl the tracks. You've been to all of them. Do me a favor. When you're there at VIR, um, keep your eyes wide open. I remember I was announcing there and I walked across the track, and I didn't know they had started the uh, electric bikes. <laughs> and, dude, you can't hear them coming. They are so yeah, quiet. Michael Jordan said to me, he said one of the scariest things he's ever seen was the electric bikes. And the first time he ever saw him go around that track, he said, there's got to be some kind of sound effect. Can't we put like uh, playing cards or, you know, uh, uh, tops cards or whatever in the spokes and let them do that sound that, you know, just to let people know. I understand there's advantages to racing battery powered vehicles these days and driving the same but um this if, there, if there's no sound you know we're, it's kind of like watching a silent movie yeah you, you, big speakers with some 500 <laughs> gp notes coming out of it would be <laughs> barney thanks for joining us but i appreciate it uh my pleasure talk to you guys soon all right god bless you but there we go michael barnes we call him barney he's on the program and uh, always a fun interview he bounces with us you know what i mean we can bounce from back and forth and around the around the table no matter who's in the studio but pj it's always fun when you get to interact with these cats because i know you love them absolutely i've uh, met barney at the track for he's an amazing racer 10 commandments if i say that uh, to most young racers, for sure, and even the more senior veterans who are now uh, racing for brand names still go back to the Loretta Lynn's. Well, they're recreating that as we speak in Winterset, Iowa. And here to talk to us and joining us now is our good buddy, Tony Wink. Tony, you're hard at work creating the 10... Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast. <laughs> 